Hello, hello. I'm Lauren Maxwell, and this is the audio version of We're All Friends Here, a weekly column for people asking life's big questions. Today, I am reading you the essay that was published on May 7th, 2022. The secret to happiness lies in your happiness. Put another way, the Stoics bring all the boys to the yard. Let's get started. About a month ago, I met my college roommate Leah in the West Village for a day of New Yorking. We did it all. We sat in a sunny window with Prosecco and overstayed our welcome at an Italian cafe for lunch. We visited Casa Magazines, a tiny yet mighty shop that has anything you could possibly want in print. We bought tortoiseshell hair clips at a fancy drugstore. We stopped for meringue at a French bakery, and we walked till we could not walk anymore, at which point we plopped ourselves down at the nearest bar to recover. Mid-afternoon, after ordering meringue, we paused and took a selfie to send mutual friends. In the photo, we look like we are up to something, but in a good way, a way that might entice you to tag along or indulge or forget your to-do list. Leah with her cute haircut and mischievous lift of the chin, me smiling the smile of a person who poses with an eight-inch piece of meringue held up for the world to see. We look thrilled with ourselves. And we were. As the weekend faded, I continued thinking about that photo. There was something about it that drew me in and kept me looking back. Eventually, after a couple of days, I realized what made it so compelling. In the photo, I looked happy. I mean, really happy. Nearly overflowing. The happiness I noticed in the photo, however desirable it may be, was striking to me for its play on opposites, its contrast to other threads in the tapestry of my life. My smiling face, beaming and ridiculous in the glow of that French bakery, stands out precisely because I know what it is like to be on the other side of that feeling. When I look at myself in that photo, I see a person who has struggled to connect with family, who has been hurt by those who were not supposed to let her down, who misses her brother, whom she has not seen in nearly a decade, and who worries about her other disabled brother's future. In other words, I see a person who knows sorrow and suffering and chose happiness anyway. It is that choice that I find so moving, not just for myself, but for all of us. Our ability to choose happiness is like a secret power we have in a world that too often leaves us feeling helpless and stuck. The potential 
of happiness, the possibility of finding it, or perhaps just noticing the places in our lives where it already exists, gives us a foothold. We can wave a wand, so to speak, and magically conjure the kind of life we want. Or at least we can try. I make it sound simple, but being happy does not always feel easy. We fight with ourselves. We struggle with all manner of systems stacked against us. We live with unmet desire. Our natural rhythms collide with the world's, and we are left depleted. The Stoics thought that happiness stems from recognizing which parts of life are within our control and which are not. They make it sound even easier than I do. Our thoughts are within our control, they said, and not much else. In Meditations, Marcus Aurelius taught, You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this, and you will find strength. It is apparently that simple. Epictetus shared a similar thought in his Discourses. There is only one way to happiness, and that is to cease worrying about things which are beyond the power of our will. To stop worrying sounds appealing, but nearly impossible in a time when our very ability to exist on this planet is being threatened and we cannot seem to put out all the little constant fires in our path in time to reach the big one. Yet even the worst of the issues we are facing qualifies by the Stoic standards as being outside ourselves. And in response, I imagine Aurelius would point us back towards meditations, where he asserts, Very little is needed to make a happy life. It is all within yourself. When he says that all I need for happiness is within myself, He is referencing that which I can control, that which I own, my mind, and my thoughts. Of course, no matter how much I desire happiness, my thoughts are harder to quell when fuming than I would like. And that is only what goes on within myself, which is hard enough. On top of it, it feels impossible as a caring, engaged citizen of the world to simply push our pressing issues aside as something beyond my personal realm of control. But recognizing that something is beyond my control does not indicate a lack of care on my part. It simply means that I am making a choice not to place the core of my happiness atop a raging fire. Maybe being happy is more straightforward than it seems, The simplicity with which the Stoics view these consuming foundational matters of our lives, the ones we wrestle with every day, like how to feel happy and fulfilled, was a conscious choice. For them, simplifying the approach to living was part of the equation for happiness. Aurelius puts that simplicity further into perspective when he says, Since the vast majority of our words and actions are unnecessary, corralling them will create an abundance of leisure 
and tranquility. As a result, we shouldn't forget at each moment to ask, is this one of the unnecessary things? I become more convinced all the time that happiness and joy and pleasure are the way. The way to live, the way to find meaning, the way to greater purpose. When I say that pleasure is a necessary path, I do not intend to point us towards any new-agey spiritual bypassing made for Instagram. We will inevitably continue to encounter difficulty, and it is our responsibility to remain clear-eyed even as we cultivate our own pleasure. Allowing our personal happiness to take up space does not mean denying disease or assuming poverty is a moral failure. But looking towards what makes us happy reveals a secret map that animates our path and provides all the clues we need about how to live. If we do the things at home and work and play that bring us pleasure, then each day feels a little easier and we begin to notice the ways it already surrounds us. When we recognize the happy parts of our lives that already exist rather than constantly pining after something else, the joy present in our everyday becomes free to bubble to the surface. In the discourses, it was Epictetus that said, It is impossible that happiness and yearning for what is not present should ever be united. Every time I look at myself in the meringue photo Leah and I took last month, I see a person who has spent a lot of her life yearning for what is not present. But eventually, with a little grace and some faith and optimism pulled from deep within, I came to understand that even the struggles of the people I love most, the ones connected to me by blood and lineage and last name, even the circumstances that have shaped my life in unwanted ways, are beyond my control. However difficult they are, they are not mine and it is not my responsibility to fix them. I learned that even when one side of the coin shows despair, undeniable and etched in metal, I am free to flip it over and find happiness on the other side. And that is the reason I can tell you now that even though our planet is burning, even though guns appear on the subway, even though we cannot trust politicians to save us, we can still choose joy as the way. We can act on matters beyond ourselves while nurturing pleasure within ourselves. We have the capacity to hold the good and bad and beautiful and terrible all at once. And increasingly, going forward, that will be our primary job. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. 
It was such a joy to write this piece on happiness, and I hope you had fun with me dipping our toes into the world of the Stoics. If it met you where you are in one way or another this week, I would be so honored if you took a moment to pass it on to a friend to ask them to subscribe to Weekly Essays at laurenmaxwell.substock.com. Thank you again. Take care out there.